1: You're listening to The Go-Birds Pod, a Radio.com podcast about your beloved birds.
0: What's going on, everybody? This is The Go-Birds Pod, episode number 178. I'm Elliot Shore Parks, along with the one and only James Seltzer and John Barchard. I guess it would be actually two of you then. You wouldn't be the one and only. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, sometimes
2: when we. I think we, the way you said it is the one and only James Seltzer plus John Bartridge right, here. So that sounds about right. As I was saying it,
0: halfway through I was like, wow, who do I say first? Oh, no. And it just
1: no. came out. Yeah. But
2: they're both
0: equally as impressive and individual. Well,
1: that's not true. We're uh, here at
0: the lovely Parks <laughs> Casino. Looking good out here today. Right next to this beautiful sports book.
2: There's some people freaking out over there. there.
1: Man, there was, can I just say, like, the Liverpool match that's going on, Liverpool went up 2-0, everybody was cheering, then it was 2-1, then the other section of the sports book cheered. That's why I love this place, man, because you got betters versus betters and sports versus sports. Where would you rather be right now? Yeah, it's been fun. Well, guys, speaking of Parks Casino, as we all know,
2: Philly
0: fans love the home team. The home team of Parks Casino and Sportsbook, they're right here in Bucks County. The only sportsbook run by the number one casino in all of Pennsylvania. Not overseas, not out of town, but right here in the Delaware Valley. It's easy, secure, and safe to bet on all sports legally, like these fine people betting on soccer over here. Having fun, and you can make money while you watch the games. Right now, lots of college and pro basketball and hockey to watch and bet on, including the start of March Madness, which we'll actually be talking about in a few <laughs> minutes. And there's so many ways to wa- to wager on all of these sports: spreads, props, parlays, teasers. I understand about half of those, but you can do it all with live in-game betting. So many Gobert's followers have already joined the home team at Park Casino and Sportsbook, and you can download the Park Casino Sportsbook app now, or go to ParkCasino.com/PA and use the promo code Quick82. That's Quick82 and get your first risk-free bet up to $500. That's right, up to $500. Oh, yeah. Your risk-free bet is refunded as a free bet in account credit. You can see the website for details. Must be 21. If you have a gambling problem, just call 1-800-GAMBLER. Get it fixed. That'd be and
1: great. Please and thank you. Oh, real quick. Here it comes. Ready? It's the Parks Parks pop quiz. All right. If the Sixers are favored by minus... Oh, I just ruined the old, my own question.
0: Yeah, you blew I was going to say, I feel like I was going to know the answer to this one. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine where that was going where I wouldn't know.
1: <laughs> what is the over-under? Okay. Well, you need a number. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. No, no. Explain oh, the to me what yeah, is yeah. an over-under.
0: I mean, if the over-under for the game is like, I don't know, for NBA, maybe like 182, then the the score combined has to be over-under. Yeah. That's a, too yeah, easy. Yeah. That's yeah. Too I I no, had to come up on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do a tougher
2: one next All right. week.
1: Sorry. Sorry, All right. guys. I failed you.
2: So You so, did. I forgive you, though. Yeah. Next time I won't. This is your one strike. This is my one mulligan. Yeah. There's not three strikes. It's two. We're gonna start with a
0: topic not completely football related but did become football related today like i could not start this pod without talking about the coronavirus yeah. of course yeah I, I, I,
2: it's what everyone's
0: talking. i'm not about. gonna lie i'm legit like freaked out by it like and i know that i live in a world and i'd imagine a lot of people listening to this pod live in the same world where like you check twitter all the time you're constantly getting updates like so we when you how you view it is in some ways dictated based off just like how much information you're getting how much you're getting that information but today a report came out, and the report's not completely accurate, but the report was that the Eagles are keeping their coaches off the road and due to coronavirus. Yeah. My understanding is it's more like it's part they have a lot there, of new right? coaches yeah. and you know the free agency is coming up. But look, I think coronavirus played a factor. Um, so look, it's hitting the football world. I think there's a really good chance that – the owners' meetings at the end of the month that I'm scheduled to go to, I don't think I'll be going to those. Which you're kind think of be excited by? For sure. Yeah, <laughs>
2: they can teleconference, right? I mean, definitely. Yeah, and, and Ellie, you made the point on the midday show this week that, that most of the owners are old, yeah. old guys. They're like, old. I mean, they're, they're the, the audience most, that as of yeah, now, we think most people are most susceptible. susceptible. Sure. And certainly the worst symptoms and, you know, most yeah. likely to die. And you're of getting a lot of
0: people in one big room. I mean, like the Eagles media beat alone is like, you know, 25 people. So it's just crazy. I mean, I have lots of thoughts on it. Obviously, we'll talk football. I want to talk about free agency, Byron Jones, all those things. But I can't imagine this isn't the thing that's on everybody's mind. So I just kind of wanted to get your opinions on it, I guess.
1: Just, um, I mean, literally before we showed up here, we're having this conversation with my parents are supposed to fly out this weekend. My niece is having this humongous big play that they've worked like six months on. And we just got word that, like, yes, they're canceling that. My brother, the hero that he is, talked my parents out of flying from Chicago to come out here on a plane. It's just like, it's unfortunate. It sucks. I understand everybody's got kind of a different take on, like, oh, it's a, it's a media created thing or the panics there and it's just whatever. I just think there's, there's not enough information. More information keeps coming out. That's a scary. Just use part. your head. Be cautious. Be logical. And as sports fans, it's very, very hard to do. Uh, I'm a little mad at the Sixers tonight. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. but. I mean, I, uh, James has calmed me down quite a bit about well, you know, my, a, lot, a lot of this. My stuff, wife yeah. Emily
2: works at Penn Hospital. She works in public health. She has a master's degree in public health. This is you know, wheelhouse type does. stuff for yeah. her. Um, and look, I think there's a there's a place between panic and pragmatism that we as a, a nation are not finding enough. <laughs> you know, I think yeah. many, a, on many subjects. You know, I, I, but I, I do look. I think when you look at, at the history of of pandemics of these types of things. Uh, the main thing you want to try and do, and, and it's what China has done a very good job of so far, is flattening the curve. The idea that you there's exponential growth. We're seeing like in Italy, there was what, like 600 cases a couple right. weeks ago. And now the entire country is literally on lockdown. The idea is social distancing. You know, you want to keep as many large groups of people apart from each other as much as possible. That will flatten the curve. That will flatten the exponential growth. That's why the NCAA tournament is going to be played without fans in the stadium. Yep. That's why the NBA should be playing games without NHL. fans in the same. And I think that's going to happen. I, if I had to bet the Sixers game tonight, night again, I'm with Barchard. I'm, I'm with both of you guys. I think it is. I think it's crazy that they are. Allowing, I think it's irresponsible. Yeah. I really do. I think it's irresponsible. Like Bartcher said, there's not enough information out there. We we have to play it safe. I mean, even if it just saves one life, right. one person's then life, then yeah. it's absolutely worth it. Think about the the downside is so far on one. end. what's the downside if you don't go to a game? Like, really? Sixers like, aren't even that good. An, and it's not... Well, that's beside <laughs> the point. It is not an essential part of life. Like, you, I... Absolutely, feel bad for the concession workers, for the people who make their living at those games. Like that's the sucky part of it, and I think the billionaire owners should pay pay those people the rest of the season, regardless, because it's pennies to them. That's what should happen. I'm sure it won't. Billionaires are billionaires for a reason. That's why they're even having the games tonight. But it's one of those things where, like, and I do think you know you have to kind of take it out of the fans' hands. People spend money on this. People want to go. Whatever. Like, this is not something to play around with. There, there is like. This is not a hoax. Like the World World Health Organization has called it a pandemic. Like this is a real thing. And just because a lot of people, especially people our age, we're not likely to die from this, doesn't mean that we can't give it to someone. As far as we know, too. Sure, and things you know, things can change, but. It doesn't mean that we can't give it to someone who could give it to someone or someone directly who could die from it. I mean, it, they're, again, they're, the, well, the, the older you get, the more and the immunocompromised people like it is a much higher likelihood yep. of dying from it. It's incredibly contagious. So it's the type of thing where I look, I think it's going to really change what we know in the sports world as our our general, you know, sports world life for at least the next little while certainly like yeah. a few weeks at least potentially longer than that um i think the right thing to do is to either i mean honestly like i think it's i think play the games without fans in the stadiums just because tv there's a lot of money it's like i understand that but like yeah. honestly the smartest thing to do would probably be to cancel the games all yeah, well, that's, that's interesting I mean, that's probably be. what they should do they're not going to but they should cancel the games before they should allow fans. Like, to I get stadium. that there's that's a lo- for sure. I
0: get that there's a lot of money involved, but we're not talking about like, you know, feet, like some organization that's helping people. We're talking literally about a game. And exactly. Yeah. Look, we run a sports podcast about football, so you don't have to tell us the importance of sports. We're well aware. Like, it's, it's our livelihood. It's our, it's our livelihood. Yeah, Legitimately, I, I'd also say it's pretty on brand for the Sixers that the game that they're coming back or like everyone's talking about the coronavirus they're letting Joel Embiid play who hasn't played in forever <laughs> yeah. like it just feels very on brand to bring him back yeah. but like I'd also say from a sports perspective and it sounds silly to talk about because there's large issues with this but in another way a very real part of this is like okay let's say you're Henry Ruggs you're 21 right so yeah. you're relatively young and as far as we know it's like old people and, and younger people not as young as Henry but
2: Actually, younger people aren't really that susceptible. Like, it's really just old people who are the people who are most. I mean, like babies and stuff, right? There have been no babies who have died from the coronavirus. Yeah, like in terms of, uh, like everyone's susceptible. Like we're all, we all can get it. Everyone can get it. My point. The point is in terms of like who is most likely to die from it. It is older people and immunocompromised people. Those are the people who are most likely to die.
0: So each team in the NFL gets thirty official pre-Jab visits. So the Eagles can bring thirty players into the NovaCare. So if you're Henry Ruggs, you're probably making. I don't know. 18 visits, right? I mean, does that seem wrong to you? Sure. 18, uh, yeah. 19. Well, that's visits. also 18 most, flights. Yeah. 18 yeah. Well, that's, that's eight, my yeah. point. So, 18 flights, 18 nights in a hotel. You know, all the people he meets, all the hands he shakes. Like, yep. and and we're and we're just talking about draft picks. So <laughs> that's not even talking about you know like I mean my girlfriend has had two conferences canceled. So it is wild how and that's. The town for hall is postponed, and yeah. you know, obviously, like you can still go to McGurk's, which is a great spot, and you can still go out, like. But I just think what's interesting is, again, like we all live in a bit of the same bubble, right? Like yeah. we're all on Twitter, you know, we all like interact with similar age people and it's just wild how it snowballs out of control. Like I'm checking today and it's like every hour something else is canceled. Well, it's
2: exponential. Yeah, and that's I, but, the point. I think, that's I think, it's, gonna, I think it's gonna the, keep really good. That's the flattening the curve. That's the idea of the curve is the exponential growth curve is what they're talking about is the idea that this is something that happens at an exponential level where it is doubling, tripling, whatever yeah. it is day by day, week by week, the idea of separating people is flattens that. It makes it a less Platosis. exponential growth. Yeah. People are still going to get it. Even if they cancel all these social gatherings, even if there are no more concerts, no more sporting events, whatever, people will still get it. It's just it will not grow at that exponential level that number, it is currently growing. And the
0: number will go up because we're going to test more people and so you'll get a larger number and all that stuff. But it's just... It's always weird to see like real life things, real life problems, and real things like impact the sports world. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, oh well, yeah. So and I think this is XFL the biggest made of our the same call too. This, this is the biggest worth, of yeah. our lifetime. Yeah, I saw that. Yep. this is the
2: biggest of our lifetime. I mean, you know, this is this is the biggest pandemic or will be the biggest pandemic since the the flu outbreak in nineteen eighteen. Right. I mean, it's been we have never seen anything like this in our lifetime, and
0: I don't, I you know, I don't know. Obviously,
2: like. People listening
0: to this pod would say I don't even know about football. So I clearly <laughs> don't know about like the virus. But at the same time, like who knows if this is going on into the season, yeah. right? I mean, September is far away in a lot of ways, but in the grand scheme of things it's not
2: that far away. Well in and, and, it's, and, and it's to,
1: like four and or five months. To your point, the here's the More like eight. Here's what I view as the, the pragmatic problem with the NFL and what it's running into. I mean, this is the storm of shit for them. The coronavirus they now have to deal with, with all the different draft picks moving in and out. Yep. They're moving people all over the place in a prime time. Well, the of the NFL
2: draft well, in Las what I'm Vegas saying. with
1: a bunch of people. And scouting and all this stuff. Which I'd be mixed shocked if that happens with, the way we expected to. With, by the way, the 14th of March is now <laughs> like moved to the tag deadline. Or, excuse me, that's when they're going to vote on the new right, CBA. Saturday night. The 16th is also like a, a dual split now between franchise tag, and that's when tampering starts, along with... God knows what else. Like, it's it's a, it's a bad time well, for preparation. Well, and that's the,
0: the crazy thing, because, like, I think we would all agree that, in general, if you can work from home, you should work from home, just to be safe, right? Yes. But if you think about it, Monday is, like, one of the biggest years on the Eagles' calendar. I mean, they're all mm-hmm. going to want to be at the NovaCare, and I get that it's football, and I get it's free agency, it's a big deal, but on a practical stance, like, Howie Roseman's still a human. He still has kids. He okay. still has, right? So, yeah. for him to have to go in the office, it's just... It's crazy. So, anyways, do you guys have anything else to say about no, that? No, no, just, just be to-
1: just be cautious and don't be crazy. Yeah. Look, wash yeah. your
2: hands, try not to touch your face. I know that's really hard to do. It's very uh, hard. It's that's the thing I think you know, that was like a big uh a common theme on social media. It was like, wow, all I re- I realized that all I do is touch my face. No, it's up it. Yeah. You know, do what you can and try not to touch your face. Wash your hands, just be smart about it. Try not to, you know, come into contact with people where you don't have to come into contact with people and and just again like more to the point that like it's better safe than sorry you yeah. know it's better just be don't don't be someone who's like this is bs this is a hoax like like take it seriously enough i'm not saying panic i'm not saying freak out but i'm saying take it seriously enough where you think about what you do and how you act
0: yeah so speaking of better safe than sorry that can be a good transition into our football topic uh, the Eagles have announced, wow, look yeah. at the smoothness. You like that? Coronavirus <laughs> it, right into free agency. Coronavirus into Jason Peters. My so, man.
2: smooth.
1: So six. the
0: Eagles released a statement since the last time we recorded, um, where they basically said they're going to, Jason Peters is going to hit Shocking free agency. Shocking statement. Also it's, I think it's funny when it's like Jason Peters is going to, we're going to allow Jason Peters hit free agency. Like he's a free agent. Like you can't stop him from hitting free agency, <laughs> but well, I guess they could franchise tag him, but they're yeah. not going to do that. So, <laughs> can you, you imagine e- the yeah. outrage? Oh my god. So, the Eagles announced that Jason Peters is going to become a free agent. Last sentence in there though is interesting, saying they're they going to remain a little bit. they're going to remain in contact. Um, Burchard, what's your take on this? I mean, do you think this is the goodbye to Jason Peters or is there still some chance he's back.
1: Uh, not a not a chance. This is a goodbye. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it, reportedly with
0: underwhelming goodbye. If it was a goodbye,
1: yeah, yeah. Reportedly, you know, with the the Browns having interest in some of these others that are starting to come along. Like, I think there's a good chance that he doesn't come back because. Someone's gonna get desperate, and I'm looking at you, Texans. Still, uh, I don't uh, get your
0: Texans thing. Like they just traded Tunsil. for Laramie Tunsil. Because
1: Tuns- I don't, I don't think Tunsell's is gonna sign there. That's what. That's oh, but my just impression. but they just
0: traded three first-round picks for him, didn't they? Or two it's, or something? It's
1: Bill O'Brien without a general manager. Nothing's right. going to make sense there.
0: I think of all the teams, the Texans. But, like, but there was a report today hey, the Browns are interested.
1: Yeah, uh, I, or wherever he ends up, I just believe that there is no way that the Eagles want to close the door on this. Um, we went over this a little bit on the, on the Go Bird Show on Saturday, which you can certainly hear more of my takes when it comes to that. But, yeah, I, I always looked at this, James, as a way to keep the door open. Uh, uh, the conversation between, you know, the Andre Dillard rumors, and that's kind of in the air as how Kemsky kind of break down and remind us all what his year was like, which I thought was important for everybody to realize. And at the same time, I still have a full amount of confidence in Andre Diller. To me, his year was a lot like Lane Johnson, his first year in 13. Uh, It was on the right side. It looked like he was on skates at some points. It didn't look like he had that strength. Now, we know some things that he tried to go after and correct those problems, uh, which is why he got suspended. But I don't know. I I don't have an issue if he's gone or now if he comes back at a cheap price. I'm I'm a little more open to that. So I
0: thought... Like, the fact that they said we'll stay in contact, like, you have no reason to say that. And this is my yeah. thing that the Eagles keep doing that is, like, whatever they think of of Andre Dillard. And, look, I think that a year, like, from last year to now, I believe they've soured on Andre Dillard. That's just my belief from being yeah. in the building, right? But they are, to me, and James, I was going to ask you this, like, they are not – displaying any type of confidence in him publicly and that it's interesting they let Peters go to free agency and people are like oh well I guess they do believe in Dillard so much for all that media hype like first of all we don't even know if Jason Pierre is definitely leaving and they keep leaving the door open and I don't get why
2: yeah well I think they're they're covering their bases I think Peters is gone I, I don't think he put the statement out unless you think there's a high likelihood he's gone I think he'll get enough in free agency where someone's gonna pay him to be a one-year stopgap for them I, I think I, I think he's gone. I agree with you, however, that I do think that they have soured on Andre Dillard. Uh, I think agree that, that they're acting like it as well? Yeah. Well, I, I did, look, all that stuff doesn't come from nowhere. Like, right. Tim McManus doesn't make things up. It's right. like Tim McManus like, just said, oh, I'm going to make up an Andre Dillard trade rumor thing. Like, no. He heard it from someone in that organization. It came from somewhere. And, like, the best theory I've heard is that Jason Peters' camp was the one putting that stuff out there. And maybe i guess that's theoretically possible but i think it's far more likely that the team asked around the team was like seeing what his value was around because they don't have a hundred percent faith in him moving forward do i think there's a chance that he's starting left tackle to start the season sure i think there's a chance i well, think there's, I think there's a, a chance. high chance right yeah i think there's also a chance i'm talking though. about dillard
0: not peters dillard yeah, yeah
2: i think right. peter's gone like I, okay. I again i think it's a high likely a jason peters is gone i'm saying there's a good chance Dillard's their starting left tackle look how he doesn't want to look stupid for making the movie made with him. Like, we know that that's played a role in the past. So, I think they want to give Dillard every chance, but I certainly don't think they are like 100% in belief in him, or else they wouldn't have put out the statement the way they did. They wouldn't have couched it with the chance that maybe Peters doesn't get what he expects and wants to come back, and we'd love to have him back. Ultimately, I think Peters is gone. I think Dillard will be the starting left tackle, and they'll find someone who has some experience. To come in and be a, a backup in case they need to make that move, but I, I, I think the whole situation's strange because well, it really felt like Peters was going to be back, and then now again, I, I don't think they put out the statement. I don't think Lane Johnson and other guys are tweeting out, "See you, JP. Love you. Thank you for everything you did." That, unless yeah. he's gone, I think it's high likely he's gone. I agree, but I'd say
0: that if Peters is gone then backup left tackle and assuming Vitai leaves as well yeah. like which is likely as 10 well because money well is probably get so it. if that happens you're losing your starting left tackle from last year you're then your top backup at left tackle right tackle and right guard so barchard I'll throw this to you cuz I know you love offensive line play <laughs> like i mean backup offensive line becomes one of the biggest needs in free agency like it's re- to me it's like receiver defensive line corner like quarterback. Yep. And then, like, I think backup offensive line is like right there, kind of with quarterback and maybe even corner, honestly.
1: Yeah. And it was, I mean, and how he emphasized this with Angelo whenever he sat down with him. And that was, again, the first thing that was out there is to make sure that Carson is protected. So, you know, with them, I guess, going by what how you guys are reading this, too, and Jason is gone, like, I'll tell you this much. I wouldn't, don't put 21 out of the, the picture here, again, too, with. Uh, an offensive lineman. An offensive at lineman. Uh, I'll say that, but I think there's plenty of, and and this is I, well, I know just, more sorry, about.
0: just really quick before you move on from that. If they take a tackle yeah. at 21, well, like I didn't take a tackle. They're out I, on Dillard. I just said on offensive well, lineman in general.
1: All right, well I'll follow yeah. that up then. If
0: they take a garter, yeah, center, I would be surprised. <laughs> I would be shocked.
2: <laughs> but if but they did to did your it, point,
0: like.
1: But trade down it, if or they're, whatever, If they're not into know. Dillard,
0: the idea of them taking an offensive lineman, because look, like left tackle is a massive position. You have to protect Carson. If right. you're not big on Andre Dillard, like I'm not saying don't take a tackle at 21. No, I wouldn't take, take a tackle it, at but, 21. Just but for if, you, if they take a tackle at 21, that is just as big of an indictment of Dillard as is bringing back Peters. Arguably more. But.
1: Right, or just like if those, if that comes to fruition for whatever reason, maybe it's a draft day thing, and they move Dillard to I, I don't know. I think that's. I don't crazy. think they're going to trade Dillard. I, 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 I don't think so either. And Very and, and again, honestly, I think it's more about understand. And this is something that. You know, Shield Kapati had pointed out a long time ago, and I'm hearing a lot of people say the same things in return. Well, well, this is what Andre Dillard is. And I was like, yes, that sounds exactly like his draft profile. And she was, you know, had pointed out during that whole draft process that he uh, always struggled moving to that next level in his first year, whether it was high school, college. He's still kind of relatively new to the sport, too, and w- whatever. So that's why I don't think none of that's promising.
0: By the way, yeah. hearing that, like none.
1: Well, what I mean, I'm it's just, just it either either is or, or isn't. I think it's crazy. Like again, between this and JJ, automatically, just like those guys can't play, uh, would, would be a huge mistake. But there's plenty of there's always plenty of depth in free agency. It doesn't matter if it's day one or leading up to camp. There's always going to be somebody that's going to slip out there. I'm not generally you know, concerned finding, about the depth.
0: finding good backup offense. Finding good offensive linemen in general is really hard. Yeah, yeah. Left tackles, good backup left tackle is
2: particularly light. When you look at that's why I think Jason Peters is going to get oh, more yeah. than people would expect from someone in free agency. Cause, I bet mean he gets over ten million a year. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, he's I'll the best left back. tackle on the market. I'll like, take the under on ten. Uh, like, okay. uh, man, there, have you looked at the left tackle market? It's bad. <laughs> it's really, really bad. There are not a lot of left. There are some right tackles. There's some solid right tackles in free agency. But there are not many, if any. Like, Vitai is one of the best vitae's vitae's left tackle guys. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I would be concerned about relying on someone like that in a big way. But I, I don't and know. Would you guys, if uh, Vitai said,
0: if his agent called Howie and said, look, I have a chance to start, but Vitai loves it here in Philly. Yeah. He wants to stay. Two years. 21 million.
2: Oh yeah. He's yours. Done. Yeah, uh, I just easily. don't think I don't think it's going to happen. But you
0: so you would give him over 10 million a year to stay.
2: Well, I think Absolutely. he's going to get that. So but I'm saying would you do it? Would, would I back Again, to I don't know Andre Dillard well enough. I'm not in that building if if we're going under the supposition that they have soured on Andre Dillard and they don't trust Andre Dillard to protect Carson Wentz, then yeah, I think you'd have
0: to. I would almost do it and I understand this is in some ways a bad use of resources, but man, if you get Vitai where you then have a a top-notch backup at left tackle, right tackle. Why well, would right he guard. would be
2: a starter in my in my scenario? That's the point. I'm not paying 10 million dollars to be my backup. I, but I'm I'm saying I would consider it just simply because Lane gets hurt
0: a lot. He just does, and he's uh, the suspension thing is still a real thing. I don't think I don't think he will get suspended again. But he's one failed test away from two years of being suspended. Brandon Brooks has suffered his key injury the last two years, and. Andre Dillard's a question mark, so I would consider paying Viattai that type
1: of yeah, money. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic insurance policy uh, for a key position. For yeah. a lot of key positions too. Yeah, just like you said, like it's for th- I, I yeah I don't have anything to rebut. I agree with yeah, everything you said. I, I would yeah. do
0: it. So. So it looks like I mean, look, Peters has been a big talking. Oh, FII, point.
1: Fyi, it's not important uh, to the Eagle stuff, but uh, the Packers are uh, releasing Jimmy Graham. Not that that's going to be a surprise out of Schefter. Well, when said. they trade Zach Ertz,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So put Jay- that out there. Jason Peters has kind of been the big, uh, the big talking point with the Eagles so far, and one of the reasons. I think that is, and Barcher, I know you're Mr. CBA, like (laughs) the CBA. So we're recording this on a Wednesday. They're going to vote Saturday after or Saturday night. And then the new league year starts on Monday. I think it's interesting that the Eagles season has been over for over three months. And really the only substantial move they made, unless I'm missing one, is releasing Nigel Bradham. Mm -hmm. Like they haven't re-signed any of their own guys. Even Jason Peters, they like strung that along. How much do you guys think the CBA is impacting what the Eagles are doing? And, like, do you think, or do you think that they just don't want these guys back?
1: Ninety-seven point nine percent. This is affecting every everything that's going on there, and just like we said with the corona coming in, and Russell Okong and that whole thing, which I thought was really weird. To and if you don't know this story, Russell Okong basically just said, uh, "I'm filing a grievance now uh, against the NFLPA and how they, you know, have structured this whole thing." I don't think people are really settled. Uh, And again, I've been saying this for four years. I don't buy into the NFL line that everything's comfortable right now between players and owners. Owners assumed this thing was going to get done, but it's almost kind of an excuse, more or less, that they can drag this thing out if they so choose to, which honestly I believe is going to happen with all of the corona stuff that's happening around here too. I don't know why they're not doing that and using an opportunity to get together and talk. But I think in terms of the Eagles, absolutely it's affecting Anything they do, because they want to make sure that you know whatever they agree to, the cap numbers, all of that stuff. They can't really risk you know do, uh, releasing anybody until they they know what's going on. So Maybe they can't sign anybody for some dumb reason.
2: I think the CBA gets passed on Saturday. I do too. Because I mean, they brought in J. C. Tratter to be the president. Yeah. He's someone who is very pro getting the deal done. I think all the signs point to that maybe some of the top-tier guys, you know, don't want it done. But I think that the rank-and-file players want this deal signed. Also,
0: by the way, the big guys that didn't want it done, like Russell Wilson, they didn't show up. up. Yeah, I I feel
2: very confident the CBA will get done. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it's going to get done. I think it's affecting what the Eagles are doing. I don't know if it's massively affecting. I think that Howie is kind of smart enough to maneuver around these things. And I think that he has an idea of which way it's going to go. I think the people in the sport have a lot better idea than we do of which way it's going to go. Um so I think it's it's something that's probably in the back of their mind, something they're they're worried about, but I think they have a general idea and of how it's I, at play the out.
0: combine I asked Howie, I said, is this impacting what you're doing? Or like do you have a contingency plan, like all those things? And he said he didn't want to talk about it, which to me is like this and we talked about this on Go Bird's radio, but anytime there's anything going on in the league that's complicated, Howie has an advantage. Like Howie might not be great at drafting and we can certainly nitpick some of his free agents. But I would guarantee that if you put the information of all 32 front offices in front of us, the Eagles would be one of the most prepared with the most information and the most contingency plans. So when this CBA gets passed on Saturday, if it does, and like there's gonna be a flurry of moves, I bet the Eagles are sitting at the Nova care right now saying, Okay, if it gets passed, we do this. If it doesn't, we do this. If it gets passed under this contingency, then we do that. Like so I think the moves are impacting things, but I think the Eagles are very prepared for what's yeah, about to happen.
1: I would agree with I, that. I think it's just a like in terms of they might be able to hold on to guys to trade them and and, and all of that. I don't think it's, you know. Anything major, but I do think well the it's, Alshon hold it thing. Up. Yeah, all of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I look that. Uh, so free agency will then start on Monday, but I think Sunday's gonna be a very active day for the Eagles. So speaking of free agency, more Byron Jones news, of course, because it seems like that's the only free agent the Eagles <laughs> are interested in. <laughs> Tony Pauline reports that although he's hearing it'll be the Eagles, the Giants are a team he thinks could jump in. Interesting. We talked about this a little bit on the last pod, and James, you made the point that the fact that so many people in the division are willing to pay for him speaks highly of what the coaches in that division yeah. think of him and when they game plan. But there was a report also that like his money's gonna be insane. Like, yeah, the highest paid cornerback million. in the history of the
2: sport. Right. Which when you're a free agent that happens. And I look mean, with the and yeah, with the cap going up each year and stuff, you're you're just gonna continue. Right, your percentage see the highest. of year isn't Correct. as big. Again,
0: like eighteen million for Byron Jones. I still can't wrap my head around it. Just wanted to get a temperature check on
1: you guys to see where you were at with Byron. And I'm the same, like I understand it's All right, I'm just going to say it. Corners no longer as important as everybody thinks it is. It just isn't. And to spend your entire most of your free agent money on Byron Jones again, I get it. I do think he's a good player. I do think he's underutilized a little bit in Dallas's scheme and whatever. And I know everybody just goes, John, it's the same thing. It's it's slightly different. Like Jim Schwartz would clearly ask him to do more if he was here. Uh, Again, with the maybe that ends up being a a backup insurance contingency plan with malcolm jenkins as you think he might not even make it to this season all those reasons are valid i think if you want him here that's fine but man like what is wrong with re-signing jalen mills and just doing it and investing in the offense because that's what you're supposed to do now like it's the it's the third or fourth thing on the list as opposed to maybe one or two and it just does not fit with the philosophy of the philadelphia eagles and what they do so well that
0: brings us james actually going to bring us to our first game
1: well because <laughs> well, it's going to be related okay
0: uh, my, what, your my opinion, opinion
2: has changed a little bit all right let's, yeah. let me, yeah. let's start the game and then we'll okay. get your
0: opinion because he brought it up all right so thank you next as we all know that's the game the one you want is thank you the one you'll move on from is next uh-huh byron jones at 17 million or jalen mills at eight million i'll throw it to you first james Couch with your thoughts on Byron.
2: Yeah, well, I, so my thoughts are that I'm starting to come around on the Byron Jones thing a little more. I still feel like it's a situation where he is the best of a bad bunch of cornerbacks, and thus is getting overpaid. But I also think he's a better player than we've given him credit for. I know that he doesn't have the interception numbers, but when you look at at the coverage stuff, you know people really didn't throw at him a lot. I, I feel. I feel, better, I, I feel better about Byron Jones than I did before. I still don't think 18 million 17 million is is great. Um, I, I understand if Jalen Mills is 8 mills is 8 million. I understand that, but I also think Jay Mills is just fine. He's okay. I think I might take Byron Jones at 17 over. Thank you for him and next for Jalen Mills at 8. But again, I, I think it's an overpay, but I think if nothing else, I think Byron Jones, is he's a physical spes- specimen. He's in great shape. I think he'll be... I think he'll be a good player for the Eagles. I think it'd be an overpay, no question. But I think he'll be a good player, so it, I, I'm coming around. I don't like the prices that it's at. I wish it were if it were Byron Jones at 14 million or 13 million, I would be way way more in on it. Um, but I'm coming around. Is where I'm at on so Byron Jones. I'm would, not all in. I'm coming around.
0: I always think it's funny when when and you're not the only. Obviously, not the only one that does it. People will be like. Well, at 18, I don't want to do it, but at 14, I will. It's like, true, though. It matters. But I'm saying, Every like, dollar gonna, matters. No, it does. But, like, he's either going to be worth, like, the 14 or 18 million, or he's just going to be a complete bust, cool. in which case he's not my, worth th- it. Well, either.
2: my point is I that's where I'm at. I wish it were cheaper, but I think he's going to be worth I think he's going to be a good player for whoever signs him. I, so, I think Byron Jones will be a good cornerback for whatever team signs him. The Eagles do have deficiencies at that position. So, like, I understand it. Again, I think it's too much money. I don't love the idea of giving that much money to a corner, to any player, you know, who's not a quarterback, practically or a defensive end, like yeah. I, you know, a edge rusher, tackle, yeah. But I, I think Byron Jones is going to be a good player for whoever signs him. So I did don't, I just don't hate it as much as I did before. I'm not saying I'm all in. I'm not saying I'm a huge fan of it i just don't hate it before i hated it the more i i think about it the more i kind of percolates i don't hate it as much as I did did either before. of you guys get a
0: chance to watch the video brian baldinger put together about byron jones i did
1: not
2: so brian
0: baldinger baldy obviously does a fantastic job putting the videos together of these players it's funny like he put together a six-minute video of, of, of byron jones and when you watch it it's like man byron jones had great coverage here that's an elite throw that beat him for a touchdown or like man, Byron Jones got flagged here, probably shouldn't have been holding. Or It was just interesting to me that he was talking about Byron Jones and so many of these highlights were, were negative. And frankly, if he comes here, that's what I think it'll be. I think it'll be a lot of like, man, Byron Jones played well, but the Eagles still gave up 24 points or 28 points. Like Byron Jones was great, great coverage on that, but he got beat for a touchdown. So... I'm guessing I know where you're going to go on this, Barchard, but thank you. Next. You already said it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I
1: didn't. Sorry, I didn't. I, I, I promise I wasn't looking ahead. I just, it's. It, well, that's like, why
0: I have to make my font smaller. You yeah. guys always peak.
1: <laughs> like, to me, Jalen isn't, uh, it's this, I don't know. It, clearly, I can say that Byron Jones is a better player than Jalen Mills, but I don't I don't think the, the money is going to, to equal out, and if it's going to cost you a playmaker on offense, I don't think. I want him to do it. I just don't. And
0: when you look at the Eagles' defense over the last two years, they've been in the top half of the league of points allowed with a pretty terrible cornerback situation. Now, you can make the argument that if they get better corners, you know, their defense will be better and they'll get into the top five and that's right. a big jump. I just personally don't think that's the case. I think when you look at when this defense gives up plays, it's breakdowns in the secondary, yep. right, with like safeties, and it's when the pass rush doesn't get there. And if the pass rush isn't going to be good, I don't think it really matters who who's a corner. So
1: well, and fi- final thing I'll say on this: you don't do this in where the Eagles' situation is now. Like if you if Sidney Jones really hit or if Razul Douglas really hit, absolutely. But since you don't know who's what, that's that's why I would just say keep throwing darts in the well, draft see, until you find somebody. See, that me more.
2: Le- see, I would say the opposite. I would say the fact You don't have any corners you can trust. Zero. None. Like, well, zero guys. That, that's not true. Who do you trust? I mean, I
0: look, I think he had a bit of a down year, but, like, I think Avante Maddox and, and LeBlanc I like Avante Ma- Yeah, all
2: right, outside corners. Have, okay, yeah, no, have they two, have outside. You have two the slot outside, corners yeah. that you like. Yeah, they I have agree. no outside no. corners they can trust. None. I think the fact that Sidney Jones and Russell Douglas were misses, it makes me more likely to go out and want to sign someone who I at least think will be a solid to good, potentially great cornerback for you because – you don't have any youth there you can trust, and you also can't trust Howie to go draft one. Like, yep. why would you but trust like, Howie you, to draft one? But he then, hasn't? could you
0: trust him to sign one? I mean, it's the same evaluation. But again, he's again, better at, he's better. Not,
1: at he's not
2: the agents, only so. one. He's not the only one who thinks Byron Jones is a really good player. Like, well, everyone
0: thought Sidney was a really good player too, other than the coming injury. out of college. Yeah, he have not proven at the NFL level. Byron Jones has proven at the NFL level. I think Byron Jones has proven at the NFL level that he's like a. Above average, like slash good corner. I don't think he's and again,
2: prudent. I am not I'm 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 not like I don't think it's the best player of all time. I don't think it's the best signing of all time. I just wouldn't hate it as much as I thought it. All would. right, let's move
0: on. All so right. the next one I'll throw at you. James will start with you. Robbie Anderson at eleven million. You wrote robbery. I know. It's well, pretty funny. I wish you would stop looking at my screen. <laughs> I, think that's because... I just saw it. I was <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, it's great. All robbery. Right. Robbie Anderson at eleven million. All right. Actually, while we're on that, really quick, I hate when this happens with spell check. Like, uh, like so, everyone that tweets me, like, oh, there's typos in your articles. First of all, I post it, no one else reads it. But like, well, you people, should edit wow. it. Now. I now do edit, edit it. it. But my point is, <laughs> when I use spell check, it misses. Like, so I That's had. So you got to read without spell check. I spellcheck. do, I do. But I'm saying when you write, like, editing's the most important part of the writing day, process. I agree. All right, big edit Anyway, me. I'm just saying spell check kind of sucks. Okay. Robbie Anderson at eleven million dollars or Brashad Perryman at seven. Million.
2: I feel incredibly confident about this one. First of all, I think Robbie robbery's probably going to go for more money than eleven. <laughs> I like that's a 11. low figure, but yeah. I, I actually uh, easy. Thank you, Brashad Perryman. Next, Robbie Anderson. I really like Brashad Perryman. Wow, I was really impressed with what I saw from him last year in Tampa Bay. A former first round pick. Finally flashing I thought he made some Really like It was the kind of thing Where I was like uh, Like he was one of those guys In fantasy where everyone You know you, you pick up Rashad Berryman he's killing it for you And you're like yeah. Oh this isn't real And then I watched some games And I was like Oh he actually looks like A really good football player I was really impressed With Rashad Berryman For 7 million I'll bring that dude in Any day Man,
1: If you guys were frustrated With like I don't know, anything Alshon or Nelson Aguilar did or whatever. Get ready if you want, uh, you know, the pairman in here. Because it's I, – I don't – he was really good on a team that was all over the place where they had a lot of injuries. I respect that. And maybe, you know, this is finally the time where his career catches on and is pretty stable. I'd actually – If if it is Robbie, I I do agree. I think it's gonna be way higher than eleven. Well,
0: I mean all right, fine, thirteen. I don't think it's gonna be like fifteen yeah.
1: Um I man, you know what? Even in that scenario, I'd probably feel a little more comfortable going Robbie. At least he's younger, faster, a little bit more of a proven track record coming out from college too. Uh, not that old. I, I think if I anything, got, yeah. he has a, he's a lot. Well, so
0: you're going to go Robbie Anderson. I'm going right? to go Robbie. So I would say thank you to Robbie Anderson as well. To me, Prashad Perryman has
1: bust written. Prashad Perryman's 26
2: years old.
0: Yeah, I think Robbie Anderson's. It's, it's might, always the
1: hair. Right. It throws me off. That's the worst. So
0: what it is. Prashad, Prashad <laughs> Perryman, to me, has like bust written all over him. He had one good year in a Tampa offense where a lot of guys put up numbers in a team that wasn't, frankly, that good.
2: Robbie Anderson's 26 years old. They're okay, the same. They're the same, age. The same. It's the hair. Glad it's, you got to the bottom of that. It's the hair. One, I mean, it matters yeah. when you're talking about this now. Oh, no, it does, like, yeah. Yeah,
0: but I think Robbie Anderson has a much longer track record of being a good player. Robbie Anderson's been good for like two or three Robbie years. Robbie Anderson's been okay. Rashad Where Perryman's are we getting been this? three different teams. They've both runs. been okay. That's no, why I don't understand their money. But but,
2: but but Robbie Anderson has been better <laughs> than okay. Robbie Anderson, at last year, 779 yards receiving. The year okay. before, 752 yeah, yards who is receiving. Who's throwing
1: to him most of last year?
2: Well, F- well but Rashad Perryman's <laughs> been cut by two teams already. 900, like, so, or Robbie Anderson, in 2017, had 941 yards and five five 587 the year before, like... That's that's a superstar? First
1: of all, the yards don't matter. Second of I, all, nine forty one would have been I, look, better than any Eagles. We, we receiver. we see
2: guys who are former first round picks, it takes time. Like we just saw Devontae Parker become one of the best receivers in football this yep. past year. Brashad Berryman was a former first round pick who battled injury stuff. And again, like I'm not doing this just off of the numbers that he had last year. When I watched him play, I was legitimately impressed with Brashad and, Berryman. And I don't
0: year. I don't disagree with you that Brashad Perryman could be like a buy like if, if Brashad Perryman was a buy low option, then yeah, I think your points that's make the sense. Way he, you're saying but it but he's not a buy low option at seven million dollars a year, what do you mean and at that's seven million.
2: What, that's nothing. Brashad, comparatively.
0: Nelson Aguilar made nine million last year, and everybody threw it in his face every week. Like seven million dollars is a good amount of money for a receiver. Honestly, it's, it's not. It's no, nothing. like Cole yes, it Beasley is. makes yeah. nine million, okay, but Cole Beasley was a big time free agent signing by the
2: Bills. Like Cole Beasley is a I, I know, I, i'm not <laughs> what are talking, we're talking about, about? Well, receivers make more money honestly i'm I'll not talking about how good he I'll is bet i'm Rashad saying... Berryman goes for more than seven million if i had to guess well that's my point Brish- but you're giving me a thank you next to no, these no, numbers I know. I know i know but my point i'm making overall about brashad yes, Perryman. if it's the exact same price i would take robbie anderson but it's not that's the thank you next okay. right yes you're right and but i'm saying larger point about brashad Perryman
0: is if you could get him at three million dollars where you're like no one wants him and let's let's give it a shot a shot yeah but if you're giving him seven million, eight million, nine million. Whatever he's expected to come in here and make be an instant contributor and make a big time impact, right?
2: Again, and- you're talking about these numbers. Like you're you're asking me, would I rather get Brashad Berryman for four or five million less in a year, or maybe more than that? Kay. Yeah, I would rather Brashad Berryman for four or five million less. All than right, I would so for Robbie let's Anderson. move on from that. It's question. a whole other point. So let me just
0: ask really quick. What would you pay Brashad Perryman then? Take away my numbers. Yes, what would you? I, pay I, him?
2: I don't know. Like seven million sounds like a fair number to me. Like okay. I wouldn't want to. pay but, I think he'll go for more, but I think probably seven million. Don't you agree, Barchet? At seven million,
0: Brashad Perryman would be expected to come in here, be a starter, like play every snap, be a contributor.
1: oh sure, but I mean, just just because, because you of know, the money, he, not because of the money, just because of his experience, you know? Because oh, well, he doesn't have
0: that much experience. I mean, that's a th- like. <laughs> I mean, it's got more, He's got
1: more than anybody that's going to be on, more than likely going to be on this roster. Well, Deshaun, right. but outside of I it, mean, yeah. Adam oh,
2: Humphries yeah. makes nine million. Quincy and Noonan makes nine million. James okay, yeah. and Crowder count makes nine million. Seven million is pretty Devin cheap. Devin Funches makes actually, ten James million. Is makes actually, 10 James million. Is pretty Sterling pretty Shepard makes ten point two five. Count <laughs> how are many are receivers roughly
0: here? make over seven or eight million. Switching
1: my answer, actually, James has convinced me that this is that makes more sense. Well, just
0: get like a rough. Are we talking thirty, ten,
2: fifteen, twenty, twenty-five? 30, 35.
0: Okay, so it's a lot. Yeah, or okay. so that's
2: over. Like So about 35 make $8 million or more. Okay. So, like, one one receiver. Yeah, do I think on Rashad Perryman is worth the 36th or 37th, 38th highest salary for a receiver? Yeah, I think he's worth that. I, I don't think he is. I get his I free think he's agency and give him you overpowering
0: him. For guys. I think he's he could to be, be, but report. my point is he, he is not a sure thing. And in of free agents, neither is
1: Robbie Anderson, though. Yeah, well, well like Robbie Anderson is a safer.
0: Are. If I had to say to you, who do you think has a better chance of hitting 800 yards
2: next year? Robbie Again, Anderson. Again, Robbie Anderson has only done that once, and he did in 2017. And Rashad Perryman's never done it, if I'm correct right, right but he <laughs> if he had played all last year he would have been at per yeah, well, basis did. he did
0: last year he didn't play good at the beginning of the season. all right we'll move on Corey littleton at 12 million or the recently released christian kirksley <laughs> and i'll all right so I mean, i'll be on. all right i will say with this number i'm not sure if this is like what he'll make five million dollars yeah, he's gonna make more than you think he'll make that
2: 100%. okay probably I eight, so.
1: right so fine
0: Corey littleton at 12 or christian Kirkley at eight from
1: that's all that's all uh, listen I know that the last two years of, and, and this is not an Iowa bias. This is just watching him flourish in well, the NFL. Well, you did just
0: scream from.
1: No, it's, it's my thing. Uh, but this kid has the juice. He's always had the juice from college to when he got to Cleveland. And most of his great football was wasted on a really shitty experiment in Cleveland. Um, the uh, The injuries are significant. And listen, he didn't. You know, reaching out to our good friend uh, Jeff J. Lloyd, who I know covers the Browns all the time, he kind of says the same thing. Like, it's it's just unfortunate that, you know, he was on this track to probably becoming one of the superstars in the NFL. And then you have back-to-back season-ending injuries. Uh, it didn't look as great last year, but... Well, you do it, love a nice injured guy. Well, I know, but... Nothing uh, Barcher loves more. But this is this is now what you have to start picking off. And to me, he is... A, a perfect complement to exactly you know what you need in terms of coverage, being that box linebacker, he does all those things. He actually reminds me a lot of uh, of, of a plus plus like Jordan Hicks type of style. Um, so I was I, I him, love him.
0: I was looking into him today, and I think what's encouraging. I mean, you said the back to back season uh, ending injuries; they're both uh, like arm injuries, like Correct. upper body injuries, yeah. which I think is you're far less worried about that. Like yes. maybe he just gets hurt a lot, but. You know, when it comes to like, you know, ACLs, knees, backs, those type of things. Those are things you worry about for the future. Um, I really like Corey Littleton. I think he'd be perfect in this defense for what they ask their linebackers to do. You could move him all around. He makes plays. I think he has the most pass breakups for a linebacker over the le- last two or three years. I would pay Corey Littleton twelve million. What about you, James?
2: Whoever's cheaper. So yeah. you're you're, I, you're I texting Corey Littleton. That's yeah, smart. I don't think I, it's not an issue with Corey Littleton. I just look. This is a team that doesn't value linebacker the defense isn't geared towards valuing linebacker i think you can get a good enough player at a cheaper price i, I would go with Kirksley but i again I, I i like littleton as a player if they signed him i wouldn't be angry about it but i would go with the cheaper guy all right next one not not a certain draft stock but just who would you rather have on your team next year
0: justin jefferson from lsu kj hamler from penn State. justin
2: jefferson uh, he, easily would
0: you please abide by the game rules <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Justin Jefferson. <laughs> thank
2: you, Justin. You're right. I apologize. Thank that was that was rude of me. It was. Yeah. Thank you, Justin Jefferson. Next KJ Hamler. And I like KJ Hamler. If they get him in the second round or whatever, I'll be fine with that. Yep. I just think Justin Jefferson's a better player. Can I say Partridge. thank you to both of them? Got a next one of them, unfortunately.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's. what I mean. I'd be happy with either, it, but I, mean, I, I, I did think
2: did Jefferson's a Justin better player. Justin
1: Jefferson. I think he's going to help out. Well, fuck. I don't know, man. I, I think KJ
2: projects exactly what they need.
1: So do I, and for some reason now, like people are are a little negative him in the process too. So I'm, I don't really understand that. I like both of these guys almost as as equal, but you know what? I'll I'll go with the KJ side because I I do think he has that upper echelon of being a a, a better playmaker. I like
0: KJ, and I think he's going to go higher than people think. So I, I would yeah. go. I would go KJ. Is that opinion or just, informed opinion? That's just a, that's just an opinion. All right. All right. Next one. Would you rather give up two ones for C D Lamb? Thank you. All right. Or <laughs> a one, a three, and a four for Henry Ruggs. Do you want you, you wanna you wanna listen, James? I, I heard you I would no. rather
2: give up a one and three and a four for Henry Ruggs than two ones for CeeDee Lamb. So thank you to Henry Ruggs. Thank you. Thank you, Henry Ruggs. Yeah, G- I'm not giving up two ones for CeeDee Lamb. I like CeeDee Lamb. I would give up a one and a two, maybe, to go up and get him, but I can't give up two ones.
1: I would definitely give up two ones for CeeDee Lamb. <laughs> what about <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, that's what I mean. I I, I CeeDee Lamb is going to be one of the best complete wide receivers out of this draft. Like, I think he is a superstar. And uh, like I said, any of the top three I'll be happy with, but I think he's the guy. That's all. And I'm actually surprised that you're all over rugs as you're it's very it's not. It's the It's strictly gap. I'm not anti-speed. I'm I'm all I shit. talk
2: about it. I'm with Elliot. You're the one who's anti-speed. <laughs> Elliot and I are the ones saying, "Give me all the speed." I'm surprised he's not more in on the fastest right. guy. I just don't like Cee Lamb. Yeah. So. I love C Lamb. I would take him over Rugs, but again, not for two ones. Like that's the difference. Like yeah, it's a big investment. And if you had said a one and a two for Rugs, maybe it's something I have to think about more. But you're talking about a one and three and a four. Like they have assets. You're basically giving up a one and two comp picks you didn't even have a few days ago to go get rugs like I that makes more sense to me than giving up your first it's a better and deal your first
0: next year it's a better deal and that's why it's a good question because I think CeeDee Lamb is gonna be a better player but you're giving up less for rugs I like rugs I really do I would move up for him I do wonder, like, I do worry a little bit. Is he John Ross 2.0? Like, I was big on John Ross, too. I I wasn't. I hated John Ross. All right. Well, (laughs) Barchard you I I fought about
1: this so much. And you liked him. I'm still in his camp, to be honest with you. Yeah, me too. I would trade
2: for him. Not a John Ross He was a player. (laughs) I'll say this. Henry Ruggs was a much better college player than John Ross was. Like, it's not close. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, no, definitely.
2: Uh, statistically,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, John Ross put up some pretty big numbers.
2: Now he only did it for one year, but Rugs only Rugs didn't do it for Ruggs Is a better program, better like route runner, all that type of stuff. Just a better product. All the, yeah, but I think you're diminished. Played a against right. much tougher I mean, yeah. competition. John
0: Ross put up better numbers in in college. And he ran a faster forty. So
2: w- worse, worse conference. He already had a bad worse team. competition. I mean, that uh, dude. Give me SEC guys. Give me the SEC, guys. That's, That's what fair. I want.
0: That's fair. I Look, coming out, I would have bet on John Ross being good. And you know what? If you want to bet on other things, <laughs> like I bet on John Ross, There's right now there's a lot to bet on. You can bet on college and pro basketball. You can bet on hockey. and You can watch and bet on so many things right now. You can wager on all these sports, and you can do it through the Parks Casino app. Uh, spreads, props, parlays, teasers, live in-game betting, it's all there. So many go Birds followers have already joined them, as I said. We get tweets about it. People are enjoying the app. It's easy to use. They've already joined the home team at Parks Casino and Sportsbook. And you can download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app now or go to parkscasino.com PA and use the promo code QUICK82. That's QUICK82. And get your first risk-free bet up to $500. That's right guys Up to $500 And your risk free bet Is refunded as a free bet In the account credit See website for details Must be 21 If you have a gambling problem Just call 100 Gambler Take yep, care of yep, it
1: Please don't call us Call 1-800-GAMBLER Well DM me if I guess. you do And we'll yeah. talk Alright yeah.
0: Guys We talked a little bit At the beginning About how the Eagles Haven't made a lot of moves With their own free agents Starting Monday Other teams will be able To contact these guys And starting Wednesday They can sign So for our second game We're going to do A little stay or go and we'll start we already did Jason Peter, so we'll skip him. Okay. I'm gonna start this one. Stay or go. I'm gonna ask James first because I know where he's going. <laughs> I don't even thing. know why you're gonna ask me this. Yeah. Go ahead. So that let's go. T- wait, just to be clear. This is not this is not what we go. would do. All right, I know, I know. This is not what we would do. This is what you think is going to happen. I I both. Nelson Aguilar. Go stay or go. Double okay. go. What well, I would gone. do,
2: what I think they're gonna do. I think there is a zero percent chance Nelson Aguilar is back. I agree. And right. there's a zero percent chance he should be back. Peace. See I can't
1: you. wait to hear you spin this. Look, I, I like coming.
0: Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> I, I think he's a he's a hard worker. He's a talented player. Oh, he God. helped him win a Super Bowl. Like, look, I wouldn't pay him ten million dollars a year. I, I, I'll say this: I'd rather have Nelson Aguilar than Brashad Perryman. I wouldn't. Yeah, I know you wouldn't because you're apparently Bashad Berryman's biggest fan. Yeah. No, I'm also the Nelson Aguilar's person. biggest to You are, <laughs> so. <laughs> so it's the perfect. They're, I, look, by the I way, think they're, they're the same
1: person. Gone, they're the same person. Nelson well, Aguilar, except
0: Aguilar's had way more success yeah, than
2: I, I don't know. I watched Perriman catch a bunch of footballs last year. I didn't see Aguilar do that. I saw
0: Aguilar. Okay, so what's funny is Aguilar probably had last year. As good of a year as Prashad Perryman has ever had. He didn't. All right, you look up Prashad Perryman's numbers. Prashad Where Perriman are you on this? I mean, year. I think we
2: all agree he's gone, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and I don't. I know why? for a fact because we know the 500 stat. had 635 yards receiving. I just looked it up, so we know Agler wasn't there because that whole stat and all that. Uh,
1: right, That overrated stat. Uh, but the uh, <laughs> the I, I guess uh, like wh- he doesn't want to be here. That was my. I don't impression. think he wants to be back. Yeah, dude yeah. can't wait to get he out. He can't of here. wait to, Yeah, he wants to go back. To I think everyone's ready to move on. Yeah, why? Because
2: he can't handle it.
0: <laughs> okay next one jalen mills is he here or is he gone
1: he's here i think he's here think I, he's and gone? i want him here.
2: and you want him gone? yeah
1: no i want him here i want him to stay and i think he is going to stay okay I, yeah
2: i think he's probably gone i would be okay with him coming back especially depending on the situation and you know how it all plays out but if i had to guess i would guess jalen mills is not an eagle to start the year next so week. i think a detroit's a
0: possibility for him Corey unlin's there obviously. I think Jalen Mills is going to – it's interesting to see what his market's going to be. We saw Josh Norman get $6 million with the potential to be up to $8 million. That's a lot for Josh Norman. Now, he is a bigger name, and we all know that matters. But Jalen Mills, I think, has outplayed Josh Norman the last two years. I would love for Jalen Mills to be back. I think he's a very reliable starter. I think that you know what you're getting from him, and I think he brings a lot of attitude to the defense. So I would bring him back. I'm pretty torn, but my guess would be stay.
1: Yeah, and listen, if if they end up with Byron Jones and whatever will complain about the money, like that's a good I think that's a good st- duo yeah. to, to well, start. Well, Byron with.
2: Jones is the main reason I think he will be gone yeah. cuz I I do believe Byron Jones will be an eagle. I'm buying that hype that I smoke, too, whatever. Yeah. Um, but again, I wouldn't be shocked if they bring him back if they can get him on a cheaper deal than they thought or something. All right, next one,
0: Ronald Darby. I'll start with this one. I think he's gone. I think I it's think time to gone. move on from him. Yeah. They already did the one-year deal with him. I think that's where it's at. Bartcher. Yep,
1: across the board, gone. I've
2: right, gone, gone both sides. Yep. Want him gone, think he is gone.
0: So I put Nigel Bradham. Obviously, he was released by the team, but it wouldn't surprise me if this was like a Timmy Jernigan situation. So you put
2: someone who's already a go on the stay or go? Well, I'm <laughs> yeah. kidding. I'm messing around.
0: <laughs> I, I think there's a chance, although I do wonder if it's off like the field stuff. They're just like ready to get him out of the building, but... I'll I'll vote go, but I think there is a chance he's back.
2: I think he's gone. I think he's gone already and will stay gone. Gone and want him gone. All
1: right. Yeah.
0: Next one. Rodney McLeod. Barchard. will start with you.
2: I want him to stay.
1: I, I, I definitely want him to. Yeah, yeah. And I think he has to stay. You know, like there's... Unless you feel really comfortable about Avante, which he hasn't taken any snaps there. So I think that's weird. There's... There is no... Well, he played
0: it in 2018, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And did okay at it. Right. I just mean from the previous year. Right, from last year. Uh, the, um, yeah, I, I, I think they have to keep him, James. Well, I That's think he's going to cost a lot of money to keep. Yeah. Like,
0: he already took a pay cut last year. The safety market, now that Justin Simmons looks like he's going to get franchised. Yeah. Uh, you still have Anthony Harris out there. But I think, look, Rodney's going to be one of the better safeties out there. Um, I think he stays. I think re-signing him is the good move, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Both, especially after your nugget from the last episode, your hashtag fire nugget that we yeah. got. <laughs> uh, I th- I want him here. I think he'll be back. I feel, let's put it this way, I really want him to come back. I, I, I believe in Rodney McLeod as a player. I think he won your prove-it deal last year, and he proved it. He was great for the Eagles. He was maybe you know among their best defensive players last year. I, I want Rodney back.
0: So the next one I think will give a really strong indication as to what the Eagles think of Sharif Miller. Um, Vinny Curry, stay or go.
1: I think he's got to stay. Wow. Sucks.
2: Well, Sharif Miller, I mean, like, <laughs> he's I think stay. he's going to be back, too. I don't, wa- I
1: don't think I want him here, though. I think he's
2: going to be back. Yeah. I think he had a really solid year for them, yeah. especially as a run block, uh, run defender guy. I think Vinny Curry's back. I don't think he'll be expensive He either. He was better last year than a lot of people thought he would be. But, like, if, so if he's
0: back, Barnett and Graham are your presumably your starting uh, tackles. Unless they sign somebody, then everyone gets knocked down another peg. Right. But Josh Sweat was really good last year, I thought. You're probably drafting good. somebody. He was better than Vinny Curry last year.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think they were similar.
1: Okay. Yeah, they were pretty good. I, I, I think Josh, Josh Wett's, Wett's definitely
2: more likely to be better. Ba- obviously, Josh Wett's not going right. anywhere, and I, bl- I like Josh Wett. He showed improvement, but I, you can't say, like, really good. Like, he wasn't, like, a really I'd, good player. I'd, well,
0: but I'm saying, like, in, for what you expected out of him. Sure. I think he was one of the only players on he the roster He was a pleasant surprise last year. Sure.
2: Okay. So, you're voting. I think he'll be back.
1: Yeah, I think he'll be back, but I, I'm fine if they move. On I think he'll us. be back
2: too, because I think he yeah. wants to be here. I'm i don't, fine with be a ton of interest too. for him. I still All
1: don't right. understand why they just didn't hold on to Stephen Means. C- to be honest with you, like well, it makes Vinny no Curry's sense. Vinny Curry's better today. than Stephen Means. Is he?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vinny okay. Curry, he's definitely better. <laughs> what <laughs> is <he> Stephen <laughs> Means doing? Stephen <laughs> Means isn't Stephen like just got him. another
1: another know, well, one-year deal somewhere. he was on a year.
2: Yeah, what has Stephen Means done? He's still. All I've ever seen Stephen Means
1: do is stuff in the preseason. I didn't know you were a big Stephen Means guy. I'm just saying it. Aren't they the basically? I don't know. I feel like they're I think basically I the think uh,
0: I think Vinny Curry is a much more accomplished player. I you agree. know, way more. I mean, f- Stephen Means could like suck if you play. Like you have no idea what he's going to be if you gave him 15 snaps a game. All right. Um, after Vinny Curry, another guy that was gone last year and came back, Timmy Jernigan. I think he's gone. They're they're weak at defensive tackles, so maybe. But I think it's ready to move on from them. Uh, Barchard, what do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so too. Um, it, it, he's the same guy that we have always known actually since he's been here and uh, yeah I think he had a, a, a pretty decent year last year considering you know and uh, from the scares of like the, I don't know if this guy's going to be able to play football again to right. you know where he's come through now it's just unfortunate because we always thought that was going to be like the, the massive double duo here and again with with Malik still being here I don't, I don't think there's any chance that he's around
2: I don't know about any – I mean, like, I think it all depends on his market. You know, if he can start somewhere, then I don't think he'll be here. I think Malik Jackson and Fletcher Cox, you know, provided Malik's totally healthy, will be the starters. But I wouldn't be shocked if if he's not expensive, if they can get him for a, a cheap price. I think they like him as a third defensive tackle. All right, next
0: one. We already talked about how important backup quarterback is. I know Josh McCown, his future is a little up in the air. There was a report that maybe they wanted him as a coach. Doug mm-hmm. said that wasn't true. Uh, Josh McCown, Barchard, stay or go, what do you think?
1: If, he is, uh, if his hamstring's feeling okay and if he feels like he's going to be ready for the season, I'd absolutely want him back here. I think he's was, as they kind of showed on All or Nothing, and I think they made a point of doing that, but he was... I thought really helpful for Carson Wentz. You I know? think
0: I think Josh McCown's a great locker room guy. I don't want him back as the backup. I want somebody else. I want Mariota. Look, the first time you need McCown to step in and play, he hurt himself, right? I mean, like he's an old guy and he's got great hair. He's a great looking old guy, but he's an old guy, and I don't really trust him to stay healthy. If you need, if you I need still
2: him. haven't, I've only seen three episodes of All or Nothing. Still, I still, still haven't a fucking star. <laughs> I'm I, like, know, I know. I need to watch such it. Such a boss move. I right still up. haven't watched it. Um, yeah, I'm with Elliot. Uh, look, if, if he's back, if he's good to go and he's back, I'm not going to be super upset about it. I do think, you know, he's good in the room with Wentz and all that type of stuff. But I just don't think, you know, he gets another year older. He's come off a torn hamstring, yeah. which takes forever to heal. I just don't think you can go into the offseason planning on him being your backup quarterback. So I would say go. All right, Jordan Howard, stay or go. I'll, I'll go for a strong stay Yep. I feel real, I really want him back I think he's going to be cheap I think you'll be able to get him on a one year deal Especially with how his season played out last yep. year I think people are, are unsure of what he is After that injury, not playing the rest of the season I like Jordan Howard. Apparently him and Miles are really tight. they really like, yeah. yeah. Bring me Jordan Howard. I think that was a fun thing that worked while he was here. Bring me Jordan Howard. I also
0: think he has a great personality for what they need, which is like, look, next year Miles is the guy, no matter yep. who they bring in. And honestly, Boston Scott might be number two no matter yep. who they bring in. I think Jordan is, and it's kind of his detriment in a way, because he had a great first few years with Chicago, came to Philly, saw his touches weren't great and all that. Like, He should almost demand the ball more, but I don't think he will. I think it'd be a great... He was a great locker room guy. Yep. I think he would continue to be. He's that perfect guy to have of a trio. I would definitely keep. Him. Well,
1: this is kind of your your specialty, and what we kind of talked about with like Rodney McLeod's you know contract and what how he does that, and like right. this is kind of his specialty. And honestly, this is I we, we said it here. Like I would have extended him into the season. I know that might have looked bad really now because of the injury and all, uh, and all that. But absolutely, that was one of the that Buffalo game. Sold everybody to have that thunder and lightning and to have Stoutland come up with that play. All of it. Yes, I absolutely want him back.
0: All right. Next one. We already talked about Viatai. So, Camus, Grugier, Hill.
2: James. Eh. All, all right. right. I mean, I'd take him. Uh, it, like, it's fine. What do you think happen? I think he's going to be gone. I don't think he'll be back. I agree. But, I mean, in terms of what I want, I wouldn't be upset if they brought him back, but yeah. I also don't care. Like, I don't I don't feel strongly yeah. about him coming I, back. It's
1: same. I think it's, uh, I, I'd, I'd want him back here. I don't think he's going to be back here. Um, and then I think his agent made that pretty
0: clear. I, I think he's, I think he's gone. Um, it's kind of, a di- it's kind of disappointing cause he looked like in training camp, he was going to have such a big year yeah. and then he gets hurt, never really recovered. Uh, yeah, I think he's gone. All right. Next one. Elite quarterback prospect.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Nate
0: Sudfeld. I would bring him back. I don't think he's going to be back. And if he is, I don't think he's gonna be back like in any guaranteed capacity. They will not go into next year with Nate Sudfeld as their number two. They made that clear when they brought in
1: Josh
2: McCown, so I don't think he's back, but I think I think Nate's very good.
1: Take care of him, Frank. That's yeah, what I say. I,
2: I don't think he'll be back either. I, I if he is back, I agree. I think he's back as the third quarterback, not the backup. So Right. I think it's unlikely Corey Clements
0: is a restricted free agent so he's almost definitely going to be back but just really quickly what are your thoughts on Corey for next year
1: it's interesting you know It's this is uh, probably not honestly and it sucks for him it, if you're going to sign Jordan Howard there's no reason to have we'll Corey here be to fighting be fighting for roster spot. yeah yeah I, I don't I mean four running backs he'll probably end up keeping anyway so sure he probably will in a Megan but I I think Corey can catch on elsewhere and get another opportunity and uh, I hope he does
2: I, I mean like it all depends on health. If he's fully healthy, sure, I'd give him a shot as your yeah. fourth running back. He can return kicks for you. Like, fine. I, I just I think it's one of those things where we just don't know. I mean, he's had one healthy season. Yeah. I don't know. And, and, he, and, he, and injuries in college, too. So I, I'd I don't also know. say,
0: like, so let's say Miles, Miles is obviously back. Boston's back. I think they'll sign a running back who's definitely going to be on the roster. That's three. They have ten draft picks. They might draft one, too. So sure. Corey Clement yep. could go into the year with, like, he could go into training camp as a long shot to the point where it, barring injury he's not making this team all right boys time for major bff alert hey start with james james i know you already have one young queen princess in your life my girl Mm. god i love her and i know you've talked you're only gonna have one kid so this can just be hypothetical if you were gonna have another kid would
2: you rather have another girl or a boy oh buddy (laughs) that's a great hypothetical i am one and done at least that's the plan unless you know did you get in the Something frozen- unexpected happens.
1: Did you go frozen peas yet?
2: No, not yet. Okay, but that, I, I might. I'm thinking yeah. about it. The regardless. real ones know what I'm talking about. Regard. I am. Uh, the plan is one and done. So here's the thing. Like the idea of having one of each is like cool, but after having a daughter and her just being so beyond awesome yeah. and such a good kid and so chill. I think I'd rather have two daughters. Let the sisters, you know, do their thing together. Emily had a sister. She loved, you know, as a big proponent of having sisters. Like, I don't need a boy. It's cool. Like, daughters are awesome. Like, Zoe (laughs) is the best. Why not try and have another daughter? Here's what I would say, though,
0: having only met Zoe once. Like, Zoe, I think, is awesome just because, like, She's your guy's kid, and like that's how you're raising her. Like I don't know if Zoe's awesome because she's a
2: girl ah, versus
0: if she is a boy. looking out
2: there. I think it's because she's. I mean, I don't know. She's super chill, man. Yeah, like she is. She is super you chill. Know,
0: when I was young, I was so chill. My nickname was Buddha Baby because I would just see, sit there. <laughs> they the would thing, just put me down and I would be there. I
2: was so not chill. I could. See my mom that, yeah. says she doesn't remember the first three <laughs> years of my life. Wow. That's how not chill I was. So my fear is I would get a little mate <laughs> and I'm I'm good on a little that's me. Good. I don't I don't need a little me. I kind
0: of wish that I like when I have a kid. They like it'll like a girl until she's like twelve, and, and then a boy. <laughs> like, that would be like, then like switch it up. After Ideal, that. right there. Course, yeah. All of right, Barchard.
1: By the way, shout out to Emily's DNA for the chill. Yeah, factor. Right, that's damn definitely coming straight through. About yeah. That.
0: Yeah. Yes, Barchard. Yes, sir. If you could pick one song to perform on stage Ooh. with the band, and Ooh, with the band, keep keep part of this like. It'll go flawlessly. Like everyone will be oh like, "Wow, this is going amazing!" Oh, Everybody going it. crazy. So it's you up there with the band. You pick the song. What would it be? This
1: is easy. It is "Kiss from a Rose," uh, and, and that is what I'm singing. There is and no And you would want to sing it, it is I, See, I thought a you were going to go ludic. drumming somewhere. No, no, no. I thought it was going to be like what I well. a Rush song if, if, and if, be Neil Peart. If I can be, if I can sing any song and I know it's going to go perfectly, and somehow the wow. universe is going to, uh, dude. Give me every Seal song possible. I'll melt the room.
2: It, uh, yeah, if I, I <laughs> good point. If you're singing, which is funny too, because if you ask me what song I absolutely never would attempt to sing in public, "Kiss from a Rose" would I'm be saying. high like, on that list. I
1: sing that in the is, shower is so all the time. hard. Yeah,
2: God, what a hard song to sing. That's the one from Batman, right?
1: Yes, forever.
2: Yeah, it
0: is. yeah. Um, <laughs> I forgot. <the> <laughs> <laughs> all right, James, you can answer. Yeah.
2: go ahead. Oh, oh, yeah. what song would I want to? Oh my God, there's way too uh, many choices. Let's well, pick one. Some um, boring fish song, probably. Geez, no, 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 I wouldn't mind. Um. I, I oh. couldn't do it justice. I no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, what, if I could perform any song live, um, oh, man. I would want to play the guitar for it because that would we just be that. so bad. I, I did seen, do some Man. Freebird. I would want to do Freebird, but I would want to be able to play all three guitar parts <laughs> by myself flawlessly. The, going nuts. Every song on the to, planet,
1: and he chooses Freebird. Do you guys oh, want to guess what mine would be? Absolute, I'll give you
2: each one guess. I, I'll say up front. Is I it think Thank James You Next
0: would, <laughs> No, I think James has a better chance of getting it, but go ahead. Um. Oh, I think I know what it is.
1: See, I was going to go Spice Girls, but I don't think that's right.
0: No. Uh, I'm not doing the, the girl song. I think about You Mean know, Rhapsody. No comment.
1: Ooh, yeah. No, that's that's definitely what it is. Yeah, it's Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I knew it.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. To hit that. It's a note, great answer. Like, yeah. Honestly, I think that might be the most perfect song yeah, of all time. That's, so yeah, it, it's well, up there. My Terms take of, on yeah. that song is I think like once
0: the like the intros happens, like it's not that good after that. Oh my wow. god. Like I think like Jesus. the first like mid and a half are like some of the most oh, see, amazing I think it's music all, I think it's all together, yeah, it's perfect. Too. I it's think it's a, a great perfect song wrong. I just think like after he's done singing and it like goes and like dun dun dun, dun oh, come like, on! Brian I'm May kind of kinda out after part? that. Oh yeah. my god! You're the bad. ending's good too when the beat drops again, but the beginning is so good. I would rip yeah. that song on <laughs> stage, especially after seeing it in the movie. Well, give, like, give us a little I taste. Saw, nah, I got to be us on a stage. Taste.
2: I saw a dude try and perform Bohemian Rhapsody karaoke, and it was among the worst things I've ever it's seen it's a right. tough one to pull well, off and it's also like eight minutes long like you right. can't do that like yeah. people were booing by
0: the end of it it was bad well my karaoke song would be Pitcher by Kid Rock <laughs> oh god get a nice oh, female god. up on stage with me Cheryl Crow be good oh, alright guys uh, well,
1: you uh, yeah, I, sad. I, I think kinda, we need to end after that I was thinking about going to serenade that lady right over there that's uh, that's you know looks can you like she's having a good time in this I don't think no. anyone other than CEO no, can sing alright before
0: this gets awkward I'm gonna wrap this up Right. It's been it's been good, guys. Ah, I hope everyone is out there is healthy. <laughs>
2: this it's
0: pretty oh, good. It's better than I yeah.
2: would. Have, uh, I would I not even. I like to mess around with pretend my to range. sing. I wouldn't even try yeah. to pretend that. Everyone stay safe out there. Wash your hands. If you see me in
0: public, hit me with the shoulder. We're good to go. Elbow. Yeah, elbow action. Elbow, I should well, say. John yeah, Richie's shoulder. bowing now,
2: which I think is. a I pretty like badass that. move Ooh, too. I like the tapping yes. of the feet too. I think
0: that looks pretty cool. But all right, guys, it's been good. Next time we record. We will be for agency. There will be moves being made. The CBA will probably be passed. We'll have a lot more to talk about. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Check out the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Talk to you guys later.
2: Go, Birds. Bye.